the college football experience week one preview and picks for Thursday and Friday episode on the sports gambling podcast network is brought to you by our very own Patreon. Yes. Score exclusive perks, content and contests, including our NFL win totals contest with a thousand dollar prize. Join today at slash Patreon. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Yes, Underdog Fantasy is offering you a chance to win $15 million in prizes with Best Ball Mania 4. Use the promo code SGPN on at Underdog Fantasy for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. We're also brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now. Use the promo code SGP. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on any college football bet only on the DraftKings Sportsbook with the promo code SGP. This is Jim Mora, and you're listening to SGPN. Let her ride. Thursday and Friday. We got, we got five straight days of football starting Thursday. Beautiful. So we said, we're going to divide it up, divide and conquer baby. Uh, yeah, I'm not wearing a hat. I don't know. must be going to a wedding later. Shout out to the <laughs> chat. They're rolling along. <clears throat> and uh, yeah, Patty C's getting hitched. Patty C's <laughs> getting hitched. There we go. Uh, folks, maybe you're wondering just who the hell you're listening to. My name is Colby swing database dad, AKA pick. Dundee. That's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists, and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I'm probably drinking too much and celebrating too much and not sleeping. Would have killed a normal man, but nah. Now that's gone. The medical advice I got from that was it's like being hit by lightning. Pretend it never happened and get on with your life. <clears throat> we got our little appetizer in over the weekend, but boy, Thursday night. Thursday night, we get a shit ton of games kicking off. I know you might say, call me, there's only four FPS on FPS. Fuck you. All right, let's dive into it. We got a bunch of games, all right? I'm excited. And Friday we got some nice games, but Thursday is like a I feel like a 20 game slate. It's way better than week 0 in my opinion. I am joined by the DFS god himself. Come play DFS with us. Um you know, we tweet out we we tweet we tweet that out. I can't fucking talk. We tweet that out uh you know, every single week, so give this guy a follow. Uh, give it up for the rooftop IPA drinking, home brew making, tobacco road living, the free like giving. Farmer, farmer, her basketball league MVP. Give it up for NC Nick in the place to be. There we go. What's up, man? Uh, 
I mean, what is up? Was uh, how was your week zero? I went seven and three on just just the ATS, but I mean, I dominated some of those totals, buddy. No, especially the USC San Jose State game, right? You're damn right, buddy. Got the got the <laughs> team total over San Jose, team total over USC, then the game over. Nailed the score exactly. I was also on the under in Notre Dame. Shout out to Benedict Dan. Told us he's taking Albany and Reese Poffenberger every week, as you should. <laughs> Big Poff. Four touchdowns. Woo-hoo-hoo. I mean, look, we got a lot to talk about, folks. But how how, how was your uh I haven't had a chance to talk to you, man. How was the uh how was week zero for you? It was a mixed bag. It started off good with the uh, the Notre Dame cover. It ended good with the two covers from FIU and San Jose State. The problem was kind of in between there. I thought Ohio was a bad beat with with Roark going down. I, I know you were on San Jose, San Diego State because you thought there's a chance he could re-injure that, which is a good point. But uh, I think I went five and five total, two and one on my lock. So not the best opening week, but not too bad either. Ready to uh, have a better week one though. Yeah, and is UMass that good? I, I'm telling you, UMass is good. All right, they're going bowling, baby. Puff Daddy in the chat uh, says GBO Farms. Uh, yeah, I mean, look, um, there, there's. I think I think it's a little of both. I think New Mexico State will be fine, but I also think UMass will probably still get smacked by Auburn. But I'm taking the points. I'll tell you that right now, and that's we're not doing that until Wednesday. So. Let's jump into it because, uh, yeah. And how about New Mexico State showing up in with uh, Team Ponchos? That was pretty cool, right? It's <laughs> cool. Play it into their style. I could dig it. Thirty-eight oh two. All right. Look, before we get into, uh, we're, like I said, we're gonna go through Thursday's action, Friday's action. Um, but before we do that, I want to tell you folks out there that the College Football Experience Week One Preview and Picks Episode Four Thursday and Friday is brought to you by DraftKings. Yes. What are you doing, folks? College football fans, are you ready for week one? Start your engines, all right? Because DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking you up with a can't miss offer to start the season strong. This week, new customers can bet just $5 on any college football score and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Anything can happen in college football. Your team could go from unranked to dynasty mode in just a couple years. Think about what Poffenberger is going to do to Albany. All right. <laughs> Four or five years from now, everyone's going to know. All right. Change comes fast. The only, th- the only thing that's a lock is the great offers from DraftKings Sportsbook, baby. I can tell you, I can tell you right now that look, they asked me to promote one game, you know, Colorado, Colorado is going to cover the 21 against TCU. I think they're going to win it outright. Let's go. Ooh. Let's go. All right. Life's more fun when you're in action. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the promo code SGP. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on any college football game. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with the promo code SGP. The crown is yours. Gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. State-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. What would be the payout on an ECU money line and a Colorado money line parlay? <laughs> I mean, watch out. Watch out. It's too the 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 disrespect 
36 and a half points. <laughs> Maybe you just take the points, huh? I don't know. North Carolina schools have a history of going up to their to their little house and uh winning games, you know? App State. That's Let's right. Let's go. Uh we got Donnie Donnie Trump in the chat talking about Navy losing to uh Moscow State. All right, Moscow State's got a good 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 team there. Um <laughs> All right, let's get to it, man. Right? Let's let's talk about Dive what we right have in. here. Well, Thursday, you're thinking, oh, I'm gonna get ready for that Utah, you know, Florida game. But folks, there's action kicking off way, way before then. All right, and I'm talking about a little three o'clock action. Now there is North Greenville and Charleston Southern going on. We don't have a line on that because North Greenville's D two, but there is that going on on ESPN Plus. But there's also a game, and I don't know if you saw this. I tweeted out an invite to the college football world from our Twitter account at TCE on SGPN. Eastern Illinois, the Panthers, Tony Romo, Jimmy Garoppolo's alma mater, are heading to Terry Hot. Terry Hot. However, the fuck you say this thing. Terry Hot. <laughs> uh, to take on Indiana State, the Sycamores. They've been playing this game since 1901, folks. All right. What do you get going better in life than this? This is what I'm talking about. I say support your local college football rivalry. This is an opportunity we have right now. The Sycamores bring back a ton. Eastern Illinois was kind of ass last year. But they both are. teams were ass last year. Both teams only yeah. won two games. Yeah, both teams were ass. But Indiana State, me and Patty C watched them almost knock off North Dakota State. They almost had North Dakota <laughs> State, and they were a young team. A lot of preseason publications high on the Sycamores this year in the Missouri Valley. They're so high that the current line that I'm seeing, let me just make sure they didn't change this, uh, is eleven. 11 for Curtin Mallory entering his year six, but he had the freshman quarterback of the year, Cade Chambers. And don't forget Justin Dinka, no relation to Yinka Dare, uh, at the running back spot. Body at the same time, you got Coach Wil- Wilkerson back at EIU. And last year was year one, learning process. You got to expect that. Lots of rotating parts on this offense, you know, as, as, you know, they brought in, uh, you gotta like it when you go out and to, to bring in a Georgetown quarterback. All right. <laughs> uh, defense gave up over 30 points in, in 80% of their games a season ago. That's going to change because I believe, look, rivalry games are rivalry. This game's on ESPN plus folks. Do yourself a favor. The games kick off early. All right. They did not play last year either. Did they not? You sure about that? Last time they played in 2021, Indiana State won twenty six to twenty one. You're right, and I watched that. I watched that game. Um, I'm thinking too many points here. Yeah, in a rivalry game. Come on, you gotta take the you, you gotta take the dog here. Exactly. A lot of hype too. We haven't seen Indiana State be relevant since fucking Larry Bird, right? A um, lot of hype here. I think you take the eleven points. NC Nick on Thursday. You're gonna get a little time to dive into a little. Little hey, FCS. this is a this is a standalone game, right? So Stand, uh, standalone. Why not start off with some uh, some nice Indiana football, Indiana versus Illinois? Let's do it. Yes, exactly. That that's, we're not talking that Big Ten nonsense. Yeah, we're not talking the Big Ten nonsense. They're gonna have a rivalry and fucking 
Uh, they're gonna have you know rivalry games against the Hawaii Rainbow Warriors, all that nonsense. Uh, yeah, no, I'm with you. Take the points. You look at at. I mean, they just because Indiana State, you know, played North Dakota State close, and they played a b- bunch of teams close. To tell you the truth, last year, but the, the, they still got to learn how to win. All right, exactly. and when you got a little rival sitting there saying, "Hey, fuck you, buddy," then you have a great chance at it. Give me the points. Give me the eleven all day. Get on over there. Uh, all right. Next up, as we jump along to th- those are the two, three o'clock games for on the West six on the East North Greenville, Char- Charleston Southern, which you don't, you won't have a line on because North Greenville, not, not the right Greenville, Greenville, North Carolina is the real Greenville. Um, I mean, and there's then, one more that you didn't mention West Virginia state against Moorhead state. <laughs> is that, th- is that a three o'clock kick? It is. According to ESPN, anyway. Oh, okay. Because I I saw it as a four, but I don't um, I don't trust ESPN, so maybe that's changed. Whatever you're looking at is probably right. Yeah, uh, but that game is also on ESPN Plus as well, so you do have that. Um, but what does Mac think about West Virginia State? Is he a fan or no? Yeah, I mean he's probably yeah right now probably a fan, and then they're gonna get yeah. good. Probably start beating <laughs> the piss out of the Mountaineers, and then uh, he'll hate them. Uh, no, at four. Uh, so at four o'clock, you do get shorter in Sanford. Not gonna, not gonna dive too much in that. But I will dive into William and Mary at Campbell. This is one of the best FCS games of the entire week one. Campbell bring you know Campbell for some reason can't get it right five and six a year ago, but like in a ton of games. Haj Malik Williams is back at quarterback for seventy fifth season. Mike Minter's been recruiting at a top seventy five level in the FBS. For two or three straight years. Meanwhile, William and Mary, Mike London, the former UVA player and coach. Um, this is a team that was in the FCS playoffs and went won a couple rounds before they went up to Montana and got fucking destroyed. All right, they still won eleven and two last year with a thirty-seven twenty-one win over these same Campbell Camels. And I get it. Darius Wilson's a stud at the quarterback spot, and they got two capable running backs. But Hosmer League Williams, man, you've been in college forever. You're getting 13 points. No, wait, not 13. Yeah, 13. 13 points. Again, that's ridiculous. I don't understand that line. In Bowie's Creek, North Carolina, you just get a walk down to the creek, get a glass of water? <laughs> I don't fucking think so. Give me the points again. Yes, all day. Now that game's on Flow Sports, so good luck finding that one. I <laughs> I have it here, but Flow Sports definitely. Uh, I'll have it. Yeah, there you go, there you go. So yeah, all day. Give me the points there. That and this then, line makes no sense to me. This is almost lockworthy. I agree. I agree, especially with a very experienced quarterback. Right, Hajmalik Haj Williams. Come on, folks. As long as he stays healthy, it, it almost stinks. I almost want to stay away just because it stinks so much. Mmm. Mmm. Well, there's another game. Elon taking on Wake Forest happening at the same very time. What if I told you that these teams have been playing ball since 1920, a little FCS against FBS team, but they've been playing against each other for a long, long time. Only about an hour apart. Gotta love that. And uh, Troy Triskiani, you know, he's back for the Phoenix. They made the playoffs a year ago. Uh, they did lose McKay, Matthew McKay, the former NC State quarterback, but they brought in Matthew Downing, a quarterback via La Tech, via TCU. So they're catching 27, taking on Dave Clawson and Mitch Griffiths, the new quarterback 
uh, receiving game. Still gonna. I know. I know what Don, Donovan Green's out a couple weeks, right? I believe so. I feel like I feel like uh, I, I, believe I read that. Up. Still twenty-seven points. What are you doing here, buddy? I'm gonna lay the points. The you know, last time they played in 2019, Wake won 49 to seven. Now Elon did keep it close with Vandy last year, only lost by nine. But uh, I, I think Clawson uh, and Wake Forest, I think they want to prove that you know they can. It's plug and play with that offense at the quarterback position. And yes, yeah, Sam Hartman's a great quarterback, but this offense can still crank out the points. And I think that, I think they'll do exactly that. So I'm gonna lay the points. Wake Wake wins big. Whoo! Oh man. I think I lean wake, but I don't feel good about it. I feel like this is right around that number. I could see like a 45, 21 type of game, f- you know, f- 52, you know, 20, something like that. I don't feel great about it either. I'm not gonna lock it, but uh, yeah, I think wake Forest can, can they get it done? I'll, I'll lay, I'll lay the 27 and you can watch that one. That is on ESPN plus as well. ACC network. Yes. Uh, all right. Now we got a we got another big one here. All right, Kent State taking on UCF. What if I told you Kent State leads the all-time series? Yes, that is true. Really? Yeah, they used to be Mac. They used to play in the Mac together. That's you right. Know? And Kent State leads the all-time series against the Golden Knights two to one. Opportunity to tie things up here, and man, this line has been skyrocketing. And it was. 34. Now it's up to 37. Patty C. He did text me his pick here and he went, <coughs> no, he, he didn't go to chalk. He went, uh, he went plus the 37, but he's I, taking the points, huh? <laughs> I'll say this, this line shot up like the past two days. It was at like 34 and a half or 35 forever. Yeah. And I, I, I took Kent state. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry. I took UCF at 37 and a half. I think I still lean UCF. I, yeah, I feel pretty good about this yeah. too. I mean, it's tough when, when the number is so big, but this is UCF's first game as a Power Five team. They're going to be looking the ball out. Kansas State, I'm sorry, Kent State might be the worst team <laughs> in all of the, all of FBS. They got zero returning stars on offense, only four Can, on Kansas defense. State's catching a stray there. Uh, <laughs> I corrected myself quickly. Uh, yeah, new coach, new system, new quarterback. You know, my prediction for this game is like fifty-five to six. So I yeah. think it is going to be a complete ass whipping. So I don't care. I mean, you could add seven more points onto the spread, and I still might take UCF. So I'm going to lay another big number. Yeah, I, I got this one at fifty-six to seven. All right, <laughs> very close. Fifty-six to, mine. to seven, <laughs> May, maybe fifty-six ten, something like that. How many points is too many? Says Nathan. Forty-five. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I, I That's when lying. I really start considering. I wasn't lying. You could add a touchdown to the spread, and I think I would still take UCF. So there you go. I just feel like this is Kenny Burns' first game. UCF's at home, their first ever game as part of a Power Five conference. They're exactly. going to want to make a point. So yeah, I think we load up on UCF. Uh, although Patty C. I might lock this up too. I locked it up on tally side at 34. I, I want to do it again. You want to come with me? Fuck it, let's do it. The very Golden Knights of UCF, Central Florida, that is University of Central Florida. Um, Reese Plumley, R.J. Harvey, 
They got a trio of good receivers. That's a decent defense. Come on. Here's my only concern. Lane Elliott's right. Also, I'm gonna 50, give me a fifty-six to seven. But my only concern is when does he pull the boys? Yeah. When does he pull them? Because their backups are I'm a gonna, lot better. I, I'm gonna make a, a prediction too. It'll be twenty-one to nothing at first the end quarter. of the first quarter. Maybe yeah, the, Kent State gets gets no. When do you think Kent State gets their score? Third quarter. Third, <laughs> third quarter. quarter. Yeah. They get a field goal in the third quarter, a field goal in the fourth quarter. <laughs> so, something just like that. Yes. Um, Take a look and see if you can find a first half number two, if that's out there. That might be interesting. Uh maybe Noah can look that up real quick. Yeah, Noah, can you? Um, but uh yeah, okay, let's jump back over to once again, this is all four o'clock on the west, seven o'clock on the east. You get multiple college football games. So uh a right. fun. This is a fun Thursday night. Oh, it's great. It's absolutely fucking great. I mean, uh, college football week zero was just was really for the college football nerds like like all of us. But now you got some more uh marquee programs doing battle here. Exactly. And one of them is Oh, 21 Tus- and a half. UCF tw- minus 21 and a half at half. Oh, I like that. that. I take like that. that. They're going to be up 28 to nothing with 10 minutes left in the second quarter. <laughs> I like that a lot. Um Tusculum is one of the, here's one of the brands you were talking about Tusculum taking on Kennesaw state. That game is happening. We don't have a line on it, but I just wanted to no Sac state, the Hornets, they had an undefeated regular season in the uh, big sky a season ago. Troy Taylor heads off Andy Thompson coming in as a, the, well, he was the DC taking over as the head coach. They do lose a couple guys. Asher O'Hara gone. It was uh, my guy, the old uh, Middle Tennessee State transfer. Yeah, they bring in Carson Camp, the former South Dakota Coyotes starting quarterback. They're heading down to hot ass, you know, swamp ass will be all over this game because it's in Louisiana. Take it on Nichols. This line, I am seeing this line at Nichols is catching 19 points. So Sac State laying 19. You know what? That's too many points. For a brand new head coach. I was kind of thinking home dog myself, too. New coach, new quarterback. Let's take a home dog. I'll take take the 19 and the kernels of Nichols. I'm with you. Uh, All right. That's that look. I mean, you just got games on everywhere. St. Francis. You remember St. Francis PA, their first game of the season last year, Nick? They almost knocked off Akron. That's right. Probably should have. Yeah, probably should have beat Akron. They made the FCS playoffs a year ago. Now they head to Kalamazoo. Once again, shout out to Waldo's, all those liquor pitchers there at Waldo's. Jake Paquin knows what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I Benedict, we did see that. Folks, you should be watching this on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. St. Francis at Western Michigan. NC Nick. You're a bit of a Western Michigan fan. That's that's one of your teams, I feel like. Uh not really. The Broncos <laughs> are laying 14 and a half. New new head coach Lance Taylor brings in air raid offense. Uh, you know, uh, the offense coordinator from Richmond coming in. Also brings in Hayden Wolf. Uh meanwhile, St. Francis, Cole Doyle is the the NEC offensive player of the year. He's back. Great name, Cole Doyle. It feels like a vi- <laughs> uh, Doyle rules. There we go. Um, Fourteen and a half. It's a lot of points, buddy, for a first first coach. 
Yeah, I mean, uh, here we have again a new head coach, a new system, a new quarterback. I think it's. I think it's. You're probably smart to fade these teams early in the season. I think Western Michigan's in for a long season, you know, in, in total. But I think they will improve as the season goes along. But here in week one, I'm going to grab those points. I think you got to take the 14 and a half. Yeah, let's do it. I know San Francis. Some of those wideouts are gone. They went to the portal, but still, give me. And I think their best defensive player went to Maryland. But I still think give me the 14 and a half. All we right. are agreeing way too much. Yeah. Yeah. So far. How about this one though? The Rhode Island Rams with Kasim Hill for, his speaking, back for of, his, speaking of Maryland. Yes. Uh, this guy has been in college therapist. since Boomer Esiason was there. Uh, Jim Fleming back at the head coach spot. Kate Kasim Hill's in the seventh season. I shit you not. Seventh season. A lot of people felt they should have been in the FCS playoffs a year ago and that they chose Delaware, the name brand over them, even though people feel like Rhode Island was a pretty damn good team a year ago. Meanwhile, Georgia state Sean Elliott critical year, uh, hot seat. You could say um, bringing in a brand new defensive coordinator because their defense was trash last year. Chad Staggs has taken over Danny Granger back at the quarterback spot, but they lose their star wide out to Jeff Brom and Louisville. Um, it's just uh just a little too many points for me. Rhode Island played one um FBS opponent last year was at Pitt. They played them they played them kind of close. Only lost 45 to 24. And uh this is the first FCS team Georgia State has played since 2019 actually when they just barely squeaked by Furman 48-42. Again, I'm we're kind of thinking I like here. I'm thinking of taking the points. I think Georgia State wins by like 10 or 13. <coughs> I think it could be a lock. Sorry, I'm coughing all over here. My, my disease-ridden winners. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, no, I think you take the points. I think you take the points all day. Um, I agree. All right. So look, that's all going on at four o'clock. I got all of my thing. Let me just double check. Yeah. All right. No, no, I don't. Tennessee Tech and Furman, the Golden Eagles. Jeremiah Oatesfall is no longer their quarterback and Furman preseason top 10 team, but yet GBO farms. What's the crown them? The, the golden Eagles, this line. Woo. What if I told you Furman was favored by 33 points. They bring back 15 of 16 starters <laughs> from a season ago. Uh, even though I know that would be, that's weird. How am I reading this nugget of that? doesn't make any sense. Don't you start 22 anyway? Tyler Huff is uh is is still in command at the quarterback spot, and they got Dominic Roberto at the running back spot. The O line is stacked, one of the best defenses in the FCS. Meanwhile, you got Dwayne Alexander, the head coach of the Golden Eagles, and I got no idea who they're starting at quarterback. I think it might be Ethan Roberts. Thirty-three points, though. I'll take the thirty-three points. You know, in general, with when it comes to FCS football, my philosophy is to take the points, but I'm not going to do that this time. I'm going to lay him with Furman. I think Furman is uh, just the superior team by a mile. I think they could be in the FCS playoffs this year. Give me the Paladins. Ooh, okay. All right, and final FCS game going on at four o'clock. We got a conference game. That's another thing we should shout out to the CAA. Even though you're 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 probably harder to get than uh, the Pac-12 Network. On Flow TV, but uh, William and Mary Campbell is a CAA game, conference game. Same with Delaware heading to Stony Brook. I was doing a deep dive on this game. I was a bit fascinated. Stony Brook has all these transfers coming in. 
Delaware FCS blue blood won at Navy a year ago, but for they some, might, they might miss Nolan Henderson. The, he's been the starter quarterback there for a while. He's gone. And for some reason, for some reason, Stony Brook fucks with them. They are three and three in their last six games. So when I see a line sitting there at the blue hens laying 13 and a half, I say, give me some of that sea wolf action. I'm with you home dog it up. And I think uh, even though they were just two and nine last year, I think Stony Brook will be improved. I think this is a close game coming out the gates. Chuck Pryor back for his 17th season with the sea wolves. You think, come on, he's seen a thing or two. He's seen a sea wolf or two. He's seen um, a blue hen or two also. Yeah, let's go. We're so we just agreed on everything. What's the point no, of doing we, this we, fucking I, show? We, right? we, we disagreed. I took Furman. I was laying the points okay. with Furman. Uh, was that the only one so far? Really? <laughs> yeah. And Benedict Dantel's right. The CAA is the Colonial Athletic uh, Damn Straight uh, Association. Uh, okay, now let's hop over to four thirty. Let's get twisted at the ranch, baby, because <laughs> the NC State Wolfpack are coming in, and out of the fucking blue, Jim Mora comes into uh, UConn. It takes some bowling in year one. Then he goes out in the off season and gets Joe Fagnano at quarterback. I was kind of surprised he, that, that he got the start. Also, I thought Roberson coming back from the ACL was going to get it, but Fagnano <clears throat> beat him out. You know why he beat him out? Why is that? Because they hired Maine's offensive coordinator. That was his mm. offensive coordinator at Maine the previous like three seasons. And I actually think, I think there's going to be a little something there. I think they might be able to pass the ball <laughs> a little bit better than I told you. Northeast football is back. All right. Well, last year, UConn played at Raleigh. They lost 41 to 10 against NC State. Could only muster about 160 yards of total offense, only eight first downs in the whole game. But I think this UConn team now is a lot different than the one we saw last year. And I've seen this game from NC State before. Oh, Early in the season yes. against a lesser G5 opponent. Last year it was the the ECU game. They barely squeaked out. Oh, they shouldn't have won that at all. Didn't deserve sorry, that sorry one. To at bring all. it up. Yeah. Year before that, they only beat La Tech by a touchdown. And in 2019, they only beat Ball State 34-23. All those games, what well, the ECU game was in Greenville, but the other two were, were home games also. So I think NC State wins this game, but I'm kind of terrified because well, they NC have State Notre Dame have, on deck. That's right. I think they can have a pretty nice year, but they better beat UConn, and I think it's too many points. So I think a lot of people in the chat are with us, but I'm going to go UConn. I'm going to go. I'm going to lock it up also. Let's do it. I'm with you. We are Yukon more than a basketball school. Damn it. Shout out to Dave in the chat. I know he's a Yukon guy. He's invited us up to the ranch to get twisted. And one of these times we're going to take him up on it. Speaking of a look ahead too, everybody on NC state watched the Notre Dame game. Yes. That's what they're thinking about, right? Uh, so it's a nice spot for you kind of get them at home too. I don't think it's a crazy play to play it on the money line. Like, even though I know we both locked up NC state in the over, it's a classic look ahead spot. You're giving them a month of prep for Robert and I's offense, right? Jim Moore is a defensive and, and I coach. I think that offense will be better in, in October or November. First game, it might be, you know, they might be still working out the kinks. And and Joe Fagnano jumps into his old offense. 
Just give him the keys to the Corvette. You're just going to give him the keys to the Corvette. Now I, I, I think is, is you got a Corvette. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Going to give him the keys to the uh, geo tracker. All right. Go. All right. Uh, no, come on. UConn's better than that, man. UConn is a f- Northeast football is back and you are starting to realize that you saw it with UConn's your- like a rav four. <laughs> <laughs> You saw They're it no with Corvette, your, all right. <laughs> you saw it with your little New Mexico State pick, right? Oh yeah. UMass looking like a fucking champ, all right. <laughs> UConn gonna start this Thursday. We just took the CU of the Stony Brook, right? Holy Cross looking like a potential champion, all right. Let's go. Yes. Let's go. I'm telling you, that's one of my favorite ones. So that's going on at, at 4:30 on the west, 7:30 on the east. Uh, that is the lone 430 game. Um, we do have Valparaiso at Youngstown State. If you listen to, if you're subscribed to the FCS College Football Experience, which you should be, separate podcast feed where I talk FCS. Mike Rose is my co-host, and Mike is a Youngstown State graduate, mm. and he talks about how he loves going to catch a game at the Ice House, right? Catch the catch the uh, Penguins dominate, right? Maybe knock back a few ice houses while you're catching a game at the ice house. Do they still, they still make those beers. I haven't seen an ice house. It's beer like in a red dogs. Time, maybe not. They red dog to, is definitely gone. They need to come back around. All right. I was thinking of MGD the other day. I think I haven't seen an MGD in a long time. I think that's defunct too. Yeah. Those are all ass, but I like it. Uh, you know, <laughs> True. I still like them there. You know what I mean? Uh, but uh, so he was telling me a story. Yeah. Gulf coast guru. Yes. Um, he was telling me a story. He lives in Florida now, but you know, he goes to a lot of, you know, when he's back home, I'll go to Youngstown games. The last game he was there, uh, Valpo pulled off a huge upset. Mm. So when Valparaiso coming into Youngstown, Ohio, the, the difference is, is that Trestle, since he came back to Youngstown has been building them up. He's not the coach. He's just the AD. Uh, he's been building them up. So the line some people think Youngstown's a sleeper to go far in the FCS playoffs. And uh, where am I at with the line here? Uh, 37 points. I can't do that. I can't do 37 that. points. Landon Fox, the head coach of Valparaiso says the quarterback situation's up in the air. Uh, but uh, you know, 37 is a lot of points to go into the ice house. Too um, many. I think Youngstown state wins 38 to three. Give me the points. I'm with you. Give me, give me the points, man. Let's go. Let's go, Crusaders. Um, all right, now let's jump back. And folks, that you can watch that game, ESPN Plus. They're all there for you. All right. I'm just here to, as a beacon of light. You know what I mean? Just trying to show you what what you got out there. Get multiple screens going. That's what we'll do here at SGPN. FCS football is incredible. Uh, five o'clock on the West, eight o'clock on the East. We start getting some bangers because here we go. The Matt rule era begins. Jeff Sims, Matt rule, Billy Kemp. Let's bring it. Matt rule to sentiment. Bringing all these ACC transfers. You watch, um, <laughs> they head to the land of 10,000 lakes where PJ Fleck is rowing the boat and they got the, the Greek rifle. Now they did lose. Muhammad Ibrahim, he's on with the Detroit Lions. But Nebraska at Minnesota. And by the way, Patty C took Yukon. I forgot to tell you that. Mm. Patty C did take Yukon. Gotcha. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Patty C took NC State. We took Yukon. 
Uh-huh. I'm fucking this all up. See, that's where um, the differences are. We need Patty C on the pot. Yeah. Uh, the rhythm is all off. Um, <laughs> but uh yeah, I mean this is a game what's what what is the, what am I seeing this line at right now? I'm trying to trying to double seven check. Seven and a half? This. Yeah, I think it's seven and a half. Let me double check this. Yeah, seven and a half. Or I think, flat I think seven. I think there's a seven out there also. Yeah, yeah. flat sevens out there as well. Uh at seven and a half, I lean Nebraska. If it's six and a half or seven. I still think Nebraska, but I don't feel good about this. No, I mean, Minnesota's won four in a row, but three of the four have all been by exactly seven points. And obviously the gopher program in, in flex seventh year is ahead of rule in year one. But my question is, is the talent gap that big of a thing? I don't think it is. I think Nebraska has talent. They had talent the last few years. They just couldn't win with it. And I mean, and, you know, look at returning starters. Minnesota has 13. Nebraska has 15 total. I think this is a close game here. And the Greek rifle, he's only start. He only has four starts under his belt. And in two of those four starts, he didn't even break hundred yards passing. Meanwhile, Jeff Sims has been a regular starter for three years. So all signs to me are pointing to a very close game. I think a touchdown or seven and a half is too many points. I'm going to go Nebraska. I'm going to go Nebraska too, but I, you know what I, you know, you know, the, the thing that's scary to me, Minnesota had a top 20 defense a year ago. I know they lose a couple guys, but Jeff Sims, he's got to, he's got to really protect the ball because I feel like that's how Minnesota would cover this game. I'll take the points in Nebraska, but protect the ball, Jeff Sims, because that's how we lose this fucking bet. To your point, we haven't mentioned any totals yet. I do like the under in this game. Oh, I love uh, the under. Love the it. Under. Started off at forty-five and a half. I think it went down to maybe forty-three and a half or so. Uh, so it's getting pretty close to you know. But I'm, I still like the under. It's going to be like seventeen to seven for most of the most of the game, second quarter and third quarter. Minnesota, Minnesota wins twenty-three twenty. I got a uh, twenty to fourteen final. Minnesota gets it done, twenty to fourteen. Uh that's going to be fascinating to watch though. Got to be fascinating to watch. Uh, let's hop over and talk about the next big one because what they didn't really time-wise, they kind of just threw them at the same time. I don't understand that philosophy, but yeah, Florida Gators head to Salt Lake city. Cam rising was listed as the starter I on the that. depth chart. He tore his ACL on January 1st or 2nd, whatever the hell the Rose Bowl was. As was and the tight end, right? Uh, was it Brant Cuthy? Yeah, yeah. He was also banged up, but was listed as a starter on the depth chart. For whatever's that, I mean, like I backed Ohio in Rework Week Zero, and that kind of bit me. Utah, hold on, let me pull up something really quick because I just want to be matter of fact here. While but, you pull it up, I'll mention that you know we all know Florida won last year in the swamp, twenty nine twenty six. But the main reason they won was that Anthony Richardson ran for over a hundred yards and three touchdowns. They didn't deserve to win that game. They didn't, but they yes. they still won. Yeah. And one of the reasons why Florida won is that Utah had no answer for Anthony Richardson. AR fifteen is now an Indianapolis Colt, and Graham Mertz cannot do what Richardson did. Utah hasn't lost a home game since November. Uh, since yeah, November of 2021. And that was against USC and they had no fans. If you take out the no fans thing, it's not 21, 21, had no, fans, 20. Right? I mean 20. Okay. So hold on. If you, if you take out that 
They haven't lost a home game. So let's throw the 20, the year 20 out because there was no fans. They haven't since Chris Peterson in 2018 in September of that year. Wow. Won 21 to seven. So it's been a long fucking time since they've lost. And you know, like city. And even if rising is not a hundred percent, or even if for some reason he surprises us and he doesn't play, you know, Utah still has a top 10 offensive line in the country, a top 10 defensive line in the country, nine starters back on that defense. You got to trust Utah at rice Eccles. This line has been all over the place. It was at minus nine. Then I saw four, it as far down yeah. as minus four. I think I saw was it at three and a half. I saw it at is three it, and a half at one point. Is it five and a, is it five, five and a half now? Uh, yeah, I'm seeing it at five and a half right now. Actually, our graphics says six and a half. So it, it, this thing's bounced around everywhere. But regardless, I'm going to lay the points and take Utah at home. Anything more than a touchdown, I'm taking Utah. I like it. If it's seven and a half, maybe I'll jump on Florida. But I'll lock it up, too. You don't Ooh, just walk into Rice Eccles. Bring on your little Graham Mertz. <laughs> All right. Let's go. Uh, all right, let's jump on over to some more games co- kicking off at that same very time, eight o'clock. We got. Uh, I'm, I'm, who are you more excited to see? This is the battle of former NFL players. You got Vincent Brown, former linebacker from the New England Patriots, played for Bill Parcells. Uh, he's now the new head coach of North Carolina A and T. Shout out to Terrell mm. Furman. Uh, there and then he's he, he got the UAB Blazers. Trent Dilfer saying, "Come take his players." He dares you. All right, got a lot of wild shit going on in this game, but UAB is laying twenty six points. I mean, Hendon Hooker's brother might be the court starting quarterback of U, of North Carolina A and T. They lost uh, Jalen Fowler to graduation. He was a baller for them, but this A uh, and T team still won seven out of the eight. Out of the last eight to close the year last year, I think they carry that momentum. And there's so many question marks with UAB here. I'm gonna take the points again. Jacob Zeno starting for UAB. I agree. Give me the points, but I, I mean, do I feel good about this one? Well, sure, probably not. not. But I'll take the points. All right, and that's on ESPN Plus. You guys can watch that one. All right, you got a lot of good games here now. Arkansas Pine Bluff, the Golden Lions. No, I'm not talking about the Chinese <laughs> restaurant by your house. All right. I'm talking about the Arkansas Pine Bluff Golden Lions. They head to H.A. Chapman Stadium to take on the Tulsa Golden Hurricane. You know, I previewed both these teams. <laughs> they both, this is, a, I think, maybe the hardest game to understand. Um, And I'm trying to find the line here. Why am I not seeing it right now? 36. Yeah, 36 points. Woo! It's a lot. I'm gonna lay it though. Pine Bluff is awful. Alonzo Hampton well, starting his new his new uh head coaching career. Yeah, he's got a, an uphill battle in front of him. So uh Tulsa's gonna look better than what they actually are in week one, and they're gonna cover this. I mean, I guess. I guess I'll join you. We could, use, we, could, we could use some differences. Feel I don't free want to do it in this one. I don't APB. feel good. I don't feel I put out an APB on uh, my fucking pick here. All right. Um, give me uh I'll take Tulsa minus the points, but I don't, I don't, this is probably one of the, one of the ones I trust least. Exactly. 
Uh, at that same very time, you also have, by the way, Western Oregon's taking on South Dakota State. Uh, that's a D two school taking on South Dakota State. That's going to be just a bloodbath. Uh, it's on ESPN Plus. Same with Central Washington at Weber State. Here's an idea, folks. Call me crazy if you if you if you vote for Pick Dundee to be commissioner of all college football. Guess what? Western Oregon, D two. They take on South Dakota State. We have another game, Central Washington, D2, John Kitna's alma mater, at Weber State. Why not put Western Oregon against Central Washington, nice little rivalry, and have Weber State take on South Dakota State? I think it would make a lot more sense for America, in my opinion. 1 800 pick Dundee, feel free to call that number. Um, those two games are blowouts. NC Nick has nothing to say about that. And uh, not really. I was just trying to see where Western Oregon University was located. Oh, and it's 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 in Monmouth, Oregon, which I know absolutely nothing about. So, moving on. There we go. Uh, Northern Colorado. Ed McCaffrey hits a few boys with a clipboard, and they run him out of town. All right? <laughs> Can't do that. Can't in do it like he yeah. used to. Yeah. <laughs> The, mommy threw a clipboard at me. Oh yeah, we'll get him <laughs> fired. Um, so they they got a brand new head coach at Northern Colorado, and they're a lot of new head coaches playing on this Thursday night. Sorry to cut you off. Go ahead. They're heading to Abilene, Texas to take on Abilene Christian. So uh, this is an interesting matchup, mainly because uh, Ed Lamb, brand new head coach, Northern Colorado, used to be the head coach of uh, Southern Utah. And they got Jacob Sermon, the former Washington Husky quarterback, running that team. And meanwhile, Abilene Christian, they're laying 17 points, by the way. 17 points. Oh, man. They got McIver back at quarterback. Maverick McIver. Do you, you heard about this kid? He used to be at Texas Tech. Greatest name in no. college football, maybe. Maverick <laughs> McIver. <laughs> this guy, let me tell you, every girl in Abilene, Texas, has got a piece of old Maverick MacGyver. Let me tell you that right now. Seventeen's uh, a big number, NC Nick. Well, you know the, the last time Abilene Christian won in game uh, Saturday, November twelfth last year, they won by seventeen. They beat Sam Houston at Sam Houston. Woo! Sam Houston now in the FBS ranks, so I think they can cover this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna lay the points. This is where we differ, my friend. There we go. This is where we differ. The Bears of Northern Colorado, they got new life. They got new life, baby. And nobody fades Ed Lamb. All right. Oh, <laughs> uh, cra- cra- Cracky the Cocaine Bear says, if you think I'm betting against a dude named Maverick, lock it up. Wow. He's saying, <laughs> Cracky the Cocaine Bear is locking up. He was a big Christian. fan of the movie Maverick. It's true. It's a big, uh, what's that guy's name? I almost said uh, the wrong Gibson? name. No, the, the who's plays his dad again? Oh, James Garner. James go. Garner. Go. Good pull. All right, uh, big time Oakland Raider fan. That that's when Hollywood was cool. Remember when they used to like be all be Burt Reynolds on the fucking Tampa Bay Bandits. <laughs> James Garner is going on uh, season tickets to the Raiders. Big part of now. You, what are you talking about, Tom Cruise? Well, you see him at the Super Bowl or something, but come on. Oh, you got that one guy that that wore just like the NFL hat. Uh, Rob Lowe. Well, yeah. There you go. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even want to pick a side here. I'm I'm just here for the game. I'm I just support yeah. the NFL. Come on. Oh, uh, absolute worst. Worst. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's jump on over. So that, well, there there's some difference for us. Um, Finally, let's stay in the the great state of Texas because. It's the Big Twelve. Dan Hawkins, 
and UC Davis, the Aggies heading to Texas A and M commerce. Whoo. This line commerce is getting 21 points. Oh, Texas, Texas A&M commerce is interesting because they had David Bailiff long time, uh, Texas coaching legend. They didn't re up his contract. They go out and get Clint Dozell, a arena football league head coach, right? And they're going to be starting Eric Rodriguez. Meanwhile, Dan Hawkins has got miles Hastings. One of the best quarterbacks in the nation. That's a big ass number. 21. Uh, you might even see the 21 and a half, but you know what? I will take UC Davis to get it done. I'm with you. You know, when I'm looking at last year's scores, I mean, they beat San Diego by 30. They yeah. beat Northern Arizona, uh, 56, 27. They beat Northern Colorado, 58, 10 Cal poly 59, 17. It tells me they put, they keep that foot on the gas through most of the second half and just keep on putting up the points. They'll do the same thing here. Lay the number. If, if commerce had kept bailiff, I would be all, all over commerce in the points, but now they're going to this cha 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 arena football league coach. You know, I don't do arena football league. All right. <laughs> uh, all right. N- uh, next up we got, we're going to jump over and talk about South Dakota, the coyotes. They, they lost Carson camp, but they're heading to Columbia, Mizzou to take on the nerd. Eli Drinkowitz. Um, <laughs> this line, I see it currently sitting at Missouri laying. Where the fuck is this line? 29. Yeah. 29 points. I'll lay it. I'll yeah, lay I'm kind of high on Missouri this year. You know I mean? If you're looking at uh, their recent FCS games, they beat Abilene Christian 34, 17 last year. That scares me though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the year before that, uh, Southeastern Missouri State, they beat 59 28. I mean, Southeastern Missouri State should not be putting up 28 points on your defense. Yeah. So they haven't looked that great against FCS opponents, but South Dakota, they only won three games last year. So I think yeah. Missouri handles business here and they handled business with ease. I agree. Lay the points. We also have uh, Wisconsin Stephen Point heading to Lindenwood Penitentiary. That game's on ESPN. Plus. We don't have a line on that one. Uh, Idaho, the Vandals are heading to Texas. To take on Lamar, not Lamar Lathan, but Lamar. Uh, look, Idaho's laying twenty-eight points. Jason Eck back for his what second season or his third season? I can't remember. Uh, Giovanni McCoy is one of the best quarterbacks in the nation. Anthony Woods is a stud. They got great wideouts. I will lay. The points with the Vandals. You, Lamar is a one-win team from a year ago. The Brand one new team coach. They, the one team they beat was Nichols. <laughs> I think both those teams suck ass. Yeah. So yes, I'll lay the points also. All right, and I believe that. Oh no, we have one more, and this one actually could be very interesting in my opinion. Southern Utah, the Thunderbirds from Zion, Utah. Heading to Tempe, Arizona, where Arizona State just put a self uh, a, uh, a a self ban on themselves. Huh? We're not going to go to the postseason, all right? NCAA, we're not going to go to the postseason. <laughs> I love when teams that have no chance at going to the postseason do that. <coughs> yeah, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm sick over here, man. Um, Here's a pro tip: mute your mic when you cough, and then uh, unmute it 
Buddy, but no, you, you I have to fucking, I have to, the, the, I don't go through my computer. I go through no. this computer that they can't I, see. Okay. All right. So I'm what sorry. the hell am I supposed to do there? Huh? Um, I think this is a 30 point spread and I'm like Southern Utah. I actually think is going to be a player in the UAC conference this year. I understand the crowd might be lit and the fake tits will be bouncing. Right. But give me the Thunderbirds to cover the 30 Jaden Rashada first ever game starting. I think this game has the potential to be interesting in the fourth quarter. These two teams play each other in 21. Arizona State won 41 14. Southern Utah did play an FBS opponent last year and they lost 73 to 7 to Utah. Mm. But I agree. I, I have big question marks with Arizona State. Another, uh, this is another example <laughs> new coach, new quarterback, new system. I'm going to take the points again and hear me out on this coach Fitzgerald for uh, the Thunderbirds brings back uh, Justin Miller. One of the better quarterbacks in the FCS four of five back on the offensive line. The defense pretty solid a year ago. Let's go Thunderbirds. All right, let's go. All right. And that's Thursday. What game are you most excited to see on Thursday? NC Nick NC state UConn. Wow. Typical ACC answer there. <laughs> Typical ACC answer there. All right, folks. Before yeah, I we mean, get, look, it, it's the up? three big ones. I mean, you know, I, a better question would be: other than the three big ones, which game are you looking forward to the most? That's the question. The big ones are NC State, UConn, Florida, Utah, Nebraska, Minnesota. I'm a sucker for a rivalry. It's either East Eastern Illinois, Indiana State, or it's no. Nah, it's probably Wade and Mary Campbell. That's probably the best game out there. Well, I'm also a Sunbelt guy. I want to see Rhode Island, Georgia state. That is a very good game too. Yeah. Let's go folks. Uh, before we get to Friday's action, I want to tell you, we're brought to you by underdog fantasy. Yes. August is almost over. So get your fantasy football shit together folks. All right. I already done my college draft. I just did my NFL draft. NC Nick just did his NFL draft and his college draft. Um, look, Hop on over and check out Best Ball Mania on Underdog Fantasy. All you have to do is one live snake draft, no waivers, no trades. You set it, you forget about it, and Underdog does the rest. Uh, and get this it's the largest fantasy football contest of all time. $15 million in total prizes up for grabs, including an absurd $3 million going to the winner. Do you have what it takes to win it all? Uh, and you better want to get in now because the door shuts on September 7th. Visit underdogfantasy.com. Find them in the app store and sign up with the promo code SGPN to get your first deposit doubled up to $100. Once again, under, Underdog Fantasy promo code SGPN. Concern with your play call 1 800 Gambler. All right, we are back on the college football experience as we move over to Friday's action. Shout out to the chat, by the way. 64 people watching right now. Hit that fucking like button. All right. Help me help you. <laughs> See? Now I'm quoting cruise movies. Show right. me the money. I need a, uh, a James Garner quote. Uh, is there going to be a Thursday DFS show? We're going to try to get that in. It's coming. We just yeah. not sure it'll be out by Thursday evening. Yeah. Colby wants to dodge me because my side bets against him went two and oh, well, try to dodge me, but I won't let te him. technically two and one. No, because we have a rule where if a, if a player gets injured, that bet is null and void. But that was part of my handicap was that I knew <laughs> I knew work was going to come out to California and you know be a little pussy. You know what I mean? I'm joking. I I like Curtis Rourke. Um anyway, 
Let's go. Friday, 3.30 Eastern. The bison of Howard. Jay Walker's alma mater are heading up to Eastern to heading up to the factory in Ipsalanti. All right. <laughs> Take on Eastern Michigan. Chris Creighton, he's doing a damn good job there. This line I'm currently seeing at EMU minus 30. <laughs> New quarterback is Austin Smith. He's mobile, he's got some moves. Meanwhile, Howard has Larry Scott as head coach, not the not the guy who destroyed the Pac-12. Um seven players on the first team MEAC. Seven players on the preseason first team MEAC. Can they cover it? I say yeah, they can cover it. Give me the cover. That's my lean as well. I mean, uh the Bison won four. Why is a team in DC called the Bison? That makes no sense. <laughs> so, uh, so anyway, it, it, I mean, it's offensive. No, I'm joking. Uh, I just, I haven't seen yeah. any bison, you know, on Connecticut Avenue in a long time. Maybe, uh, maybe back in the day that was, they had a little problem when they first <laughs> started in this country and bison were fucking everywhere. Remember they used to be everywhere. You know what I mean? Uh, maybe, maybe so right. I've, so maybe I've heard, right. um, but the bison did win four out of the last five games. Uh, you know, Come on, I'll I'll take the points. Eastern Michigan always is. It's never a team that you want to lay a bunch of points with. Let's put it that way. Yeah, Benedict Dentald said EMU is going to destroy them. They had a player give up a scholarship for a teammate. I did see that. That was fantastic. And Cracky the Cocaine Bear said he once slept with a girl from EMU, and uh, <laughs> she she said she didn't like the Mac conference. So let's go, that, Howard. That, there that, you that go. Filthy whore. Yeah, I mean, come on. She doesn't like Mac shit on Tuesdays. The hell's wrong with her? Where, like I, wonder, just, I wonder where she's at in life, huh? Does she only does she only put out on the weekends? <laughs> uh, moving to the next game, the Kansas Jayhawks are hosting the Missouri State Bears. Ryan Beard taking over as head coach after Road Rash Face, aka Bobby Petrino, leaves. But get this, Bobby Petrino, his brother, is still the offensive coordinator. So. Maybe that maybe that ball flies a little bit. They did lose Jason Shelley, so I don't know who the hell's starting that quarterback. But Jacardia Wright is the running back, who's a stud. And Kansas is uh well, if you listen to this show, you should know they are awesome. And Jalen Daniels is back at the QB spot. Ten of eleven starters back on the offensive side of the ball. Kansas is laying twenty three. Lock it up. Way too, way too, way Lock too small a spread up. here. I agree. Let's go. Lock it up also. All day. I All think this line should be like 30. Day. Yes. Yes. 23. Yes. Now it's look, I know, I know I know Missouri State hung around with Arkansas, only lost to Arkansas by eleven last year. But yeah, the coach is gone, the quarterback is gone. Yeah. Yeah. Later exactly. points here. Exactly. Uh now we jump over. Did you hear Brett Gabbert? Brett Gabbert, brother of Blaine Gabbert, starting quarterback of the Miami, Ohio Redhawks. <clears throat> he said, We're the real Miami University, and we're gonna prove it on September first. Oh, I fucking love it. And by the way, that made Patty C take the hurricane. Um, so Patty C is laying the seventeen, and I even see a seventeen and a half out there. That's what really I yeah. Sharp. Yeah. yeah. Give me that half point. All day. Is it worth a money line sprinkle? 
You know, why not? I am on the points. Uh, the Canes were just two and 10 ATS last year. Worst record in the country by far. Oh, and three ATS in their last three games against P five teams, one and four in their last five ATS against P five teams. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. P five teams. Um, so I think this is a close game here. I like Gabbert. I like the defense of Miami of Ohio. Uh, they, but they, they hung around with both Kentucky and Cincinnati last year. Gabbert didn't even play in the Cincy game. He got hurt in towards the end of the um, Kentucky game. So give me the points, man. Who wants to root for the hurricanes here? Yeah, no, they're terrible. All right. And uh, we hope they lose. Right. And yeah, I'm all over the 17 and a half. I don't understand. And I think what I said that record was against believe P5. That record, Miami of Florida record was against G5. I apologize. Uh, what, I mean, what has Miami done? And now you're talking about Tyler Van Dyke, who's, who's, who's dinged up a little bit. Um, what have they done to really tell us that? Uh, <laughs> the good uh, Greg German says uh, nothing good happens in Ohio. Well, this well, game's in, game's Florida. in Florida, so yeah. we're good. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Give me the seventeen and a half. Let's go. Uh, let me ask you this, NC Nick. What's more likely, Miami, Ohio, to beat Miami, Florida, or Central Michigan to beat Michigan State? Because that's the next game on the slate. Uh, Central Michigan catching fourteen and a half points in East Lansing. I think Noah Kim's going to get the start for Sparty. What are you doing here? Yeah, this is a game I went back and forth. You know, for a while there, whenever Michigan State was playing one of the directional schools, I would go with Sparty. But you know, the the tide has turned, and uh, just recently, it's easy to see clip. a tide turn. Last time these two teams played was 2018. Michigan State won 31 to 20, and in that matchup, the the, the coaching matchup was Dan Tony versus John Bonamago. John Bonamago, great guy. Uh, that was his last year, and they went one and eleven that year, but still covered and kept it close against Michigan State. This year, the coaching matchup is Mel Tucker versus Jim McElwain. A whole lot closer than Dan. Two saving disciples, Bonamago. So I'm gonna take the points, man. I, I think Central Michigan's defense that brings back nine starters can at least limit a very suspect uh, Sparty offense. You keep you keep stealing my. I'm taking the points too, dude. What the fuck? What have we agreed? We, we, we've disagreed on what, like. Who was it? Yeah, three or four of them. Yeah. Okay. I'm all over it too. A total. I, I think at, there's a game coming up. We're going to disagree on. Okay. Put it that way. That total sitting at 45 and a half, by the way, under, I'm going to go over. I'm going to go over Michigan state wins 28, 17. No, I think this is a th- Michigan state wins 31, 23. Let's go. Uh, Next, we go to Hot Atlanta. Where did you know Louisville has never won against Georgia Tech? I found that stat unbelievable when I was doing my <laughs> deep dive. That's surprising. Obviously, they didn't play every year because one was yeah. close to one was Atlantic. They've but never is, beaten but... Georgia Tech. So, you know what you got to do to beat Georgia Tech? You got to call in one of your own. The guy used to throw touchdown passes all over the field, laser beams with Howard Schnellenberger. I'm talking about Jeff Brom. He's going to come and this game's not played at Bobby Dodd because college football is stupid. And they would think this game, it, look, it'd be so great at Bobby Dodd. You'd have that sweet ass car going around. The fans would be excited. No, instead they're trying to do one of these bullshit NFL corporate games that make me want to vomit. All right. Playing this at the uh, Mercedes Benz, whatever the hell they're calling this shit dealership. Uh, Louisville's laying seven and a half points. Louisville's gonna skunk these guys. Lay it. 
got Haynes King. Haynes King. Here is where we have a disagreement because Georgia Tech was just one and three under Jeff Collins last year before he got fired. They bring in Brent Key. They go four and four with wins over Pitt, Duke, Virginia Tech, and Miami. This team responded to Brent Key, and he was you know pretty active in the portal, so, as was Louisville, obviously. But again, Louisville, first year head coach, new system, new quarterback. I think this game is closer than expected. I will give your Louisville the win. They pull it out thirty to twenty four, but the rambling wreck from Georgia Tech cover. Mm-mm-mm. Well, 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 buddy. Give me Louisville forty two, Georgia Tech twenty one. All right, wow. Let's go. All right, they're gonna be Jack Plummer firing the laser all over the field, buddy. You got <laughs> faith in Haynes King? No, no, no. Uh, I love this one. Let's 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 go. And then uh, we also have. Stanford heading to the island. The question is, is, is the travel going to be an issue here? But Hawaii is catching three and a half points. Three and a half Down points. To three and a half now. Okay. Plus one fifty on the money line. I saw it at four earlier today. It was at seven before their performance against Vanderbilt. So the line's coming down, and and this is at the chain complex. Bring your membership, um, man. I don't know what to expect out of Stanford with Troy Taylor. Tragic but, magic first game on the island after all those fires. Yeah, I'm going Hawaii. Island. I'm going Hawaii, but I am a little concerned about the travel. It takes like two days to fly to, from yeah, Nashville to Hawaii. These guys are all young, and I think it would it would hurt them more if it was like mid season or something. It's only week two or week one technically, so I want to agree with some of the guys on the chat here. I'm going to lock up Hawaii. I'm riding with Putin. Give me Hawaii <laughs> and the points. Lock it up. <laughs> I, I, I'll join you. I'll join you. Let's lock up the Rainbow Warriors on the island. Folks, let's go. What's your favorite play of the day before we get out of here? Favorite play of Friday? Uh, Kansas. Kansas minus 23. Favorite play of Thursday? Favorite play on Thursday is probably that Yukon game. Mm. I kind of like I kind of like Rhode Island getting that many points too. Give me a give me a Friday teaser. Yeah, let's have fun with this. Let's go. Let's go. Hawaii plus ten. I I absolutely love that. If you can get the ten, it might be nine and a half, but I still like it. Um, true, true. I mean, I think you probably play all the dogs. You think? You think my? I, mean, I, I would actually bring Kansas down to seventeen. Yes, yes. And then I would probably uh, Louisville down to one and a half. That's not bad. Or do you take? Georgia Tech up to 13 and a half. Or do you go Miami, Ohio with Gabbert up to 26 and a half? No, I'm sorry, 23 and a half. You know, I think I, I think I like your Louisville play the best. I think Louisville wins that money line. So that would be my Friday night teaser. Uh yeah. Thursday? Do you have a teaser for Thursday? Should we look at this? I can I can quickly create one. Um UCF so down would, to 31. <laughs> Probably, I would go uh, William and Mary up to nineteen. Can you tease FCS games? 
<laughs> I mean, if your book's decent, get on. Yeah, all right. So yeah. give me William and Mary up to 19. Give me UConn up to 21 and uh, Southern Utah up to 36. They're not going to get destroyed. Right. Come what on. About, what about Nebraska up to 13 and a half? Uh, that one's dangerous though, because I could see Jeff Sims throwing like a pick six or something. I I think you're probably no. You could t- bring up the under then from forty two and a half to forty eight and a half and go with the under. Or or I like Wake minus twenty one too. Yeah, I like that one too. Uh, best chance at a, uh, the dog. Do you feel best about both slates? Double digit dog or any dog? Let's answer both of that. What is the All double right. digit dog most likely to hit? Is it Kent State? Is it Miami, Ohio? Is it Central Michigan? Is it Yukon? Well, I, I'm gonna say William and Mary again. But no, they're favored. No. William and Mary's favored against Campbell. Oh, I think yeah. your your text was wrong. Sorry about that. Oh, okay. Uh all right. Um then yeah, I, I think you gotta go Yukon. That's the the best double digit dog. And then you probably single digit dog Thursday. What do you think? Nebraska or Florida? I mean, if Cam Rising's injured, Florida is going to win that game, probably, right? It, imagine a Rourke situation happens in Salt Lake City because they're yeah, second think, strings think, out think, for the I year. You got to go Florida. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Um, and then Friday, I think Georgia Tech. No. I'm not winning Stanford, that. Stanford? Well, what do you mean? Stanford's favored. Yeah, that's right. Sorry. It's uh, Hawaii. I'm sorry. It's, it's getting late on the East coast here. Yeah, no, Hawaii is my favorite single digit to pull that off. And then double digit, I guess Miami, Ohio. I think Miami, Ohio is more likely than central Michigan as well. Folks. Uh, we'll be back Wednesday with our picks for Saturday, Sunday, Monday. We got football all fucking weekend starting Thursday. Uh, so I'll also be back tomorrow at noon. So also tune in there. We are kicking off a, a, a noon thing. So uh, check us out at noon on noon Pacific. That is three o'clock Eastern uh, folks subscribe to the college football experience. Don't forget it. We're going to have a DFS episode too. So uh, check out that NC Knicks on Twitter at NC underscore underscore N I C K. I'm on Twitter at the Colby D the college football experience is on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. Uh, and like I said, subscribe folks. I saw 66 people watching this thing. All right. Get on over to iTunes. Give us a five-star review. We'd appreciate it. Um, but yes, we host the college football experience. There's also the, the big 12 experience with Moneyline Mac. If you're a big 12 fan, get on over there. Uh, there's also the FCS college football experience, the college baseball experience with Noah Beanick and myself and uh College basketball experience when season tips. Shit, we're, we're only ten weeks away, NC Nick. Ten crazy, weeks man. away That's from wild. college hoops starting. Oh, we're just getting revved up, baby. Uh, we come together as one on YouTube. YouTube.com/slash The College Experience. Until next time, folks. This is the College Football Experience Week One preview and picks for Thursday and Friday. You better start thinking about yours. And we out of here. Run and shoot.